Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Was Jesus wrong? When he commended the, the, the good Samaritan, when the man that was taken and beaten by the thieves, the good Samaritan took him into his home, washed his wounds, poured in wine and oil. What was the wine? A disinfectant? Was Jesus promoting unbelief? No. We have long in our church had policies in the children's departments that you can't come, you can't bring your child and leave them in a children's department if they have visible symptoms of anything contagious. We've had that policy for decades. That is not unbelief. The reason we do this and we've always maintained this is because not everybody is in faith. You might be in faith where your child is concerned, but you bring that child into the nursery and they are in close contact with other children in the nursery. That's just not right. It's just not fair. That's why we want to promote. Now, this morning, people have laughed at me because I've been bumping elbows. And, and, and people have gotten kind of snitty about it, you know, and said, well, I don't believe in that. You know, I'm, I'm a guy of faith. Well, I'm in faith too. But you don't understand, as a pastor, I'm responsible for protecting the flock. I have to set an example. I didn't ask you to do that. I didn't say don't shake hands with anyone. I have to set an example because I want you to be aware of how serious this is. I don't think shaking somebody's hand is going to be a problem for me or for that other person, but I don't know what that other person believes. And the thing is, we have to begin to develop until this thing is over. We have to begin to develop a, a, an awareness of how contagious this is when we leave here. So that's why I've set this example. I'm going to do this just to keep it in front of people that this is important. I know Kenneth Hagin uh, knew a little bit about faith. Every time he laid hands on people in a healing service... He went immediately into the back room and washed his hands. I know because I've been in the back room with him when he did that. He would immediately go, if he, was in a, if, he, if he was in somebody's church holding one of those Holy Ghost meetings, I've been in the back, he would go into the pastor's office in the bathroom and wash his hands before he touched anybody or, or did anything else. Why was that? He just, he was a man of faith, but he was understanding that you have to be considerate of other people. So that's what that's all about. As a pastor, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, maybe be criticized and people can laugh. I don't care, but uh, I have to do what is good for everybody. Uh, amen. Now, we, like I said in the, in the article we need to, that I wrote, we need to all practice necessary sanitary precautions. Uh, but let's do it in faith. I'm in absolute faith. No weapon formed against me will, pros- will prosper. But like I said, I am, I am also responsible where the community is concerned that they see other people taking this seriously. And so I advise you to do likewise when you leave here. Uh, we know that Jesus took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. By his stripes, we were healed. 
We know uh, Romans or, or Galatians says that Christ has purchased our freedom, redeemed us from the curse of the law. If you look in Deuteronomy 28 when it's describing the curse of the law, it mentions all of these terrible diseases and calamities that come upon people as the curse of disobeying God. And then to sum it all up in the 61st verse, he said also every sickness and every plague not written in the book of the law is also part of the curse. Well, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. So we are absolutely redeemed free. We have been healed. Jehovah Rapha hasn't changed his office. He is, God is still Jehovah Rapha. He's still our physician. He's still our healer. And he, that's his character. That's who he is. And we're his children. So we, even though we have to take the necessary precautions to uh, around other people and, and to set examples where we go, it's important that we do it in faith knowing that we are, we are redeemed. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Go with me to the 91st Psalm. Now, a lot of people are, are looking at the 91st Psalm, and rightly so, because it so resonates with the, with the heart of the believer because this so, so uh, completely describes our father's loving care for his children. It says in verse number one, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. Well, we dwell, excuse me, we dwell in the secret place of the Most High because in the New Testament, it says if you, that we are in Christ. And if you are in Christ, you are hidden with Christ in God. That's the secret place. We abide in the secret place of the Most High and therefore we, we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say, say that after me, I will say... He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. I don't trust in washing hands, but I wash my hands. I don't trust in staying away from people that are sick, but I'm going to stay away from people that are sick. It's only reasonable to do that, but I do it with faith in God because I know that I will go places where there will be people who are sick and I will not fear. Why? Because he is my God and I will trust in him. Surely he will deliver me from the snare of the fowler. Now a fowler, a fowler was a person who captured birds in a snare or a trap. So that's a good picture of the devil. He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler, ant fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. This week, uh, uh, Sister Lynette Hagen uh, told this story. She wrote a, a piece on their website. She told the story. If you've been to Rhema in, in recent, in the last 20 years, you know there's a pond out between the old Rooker Memorial Auditorium and the, and the uh, gymnasium. You have to walk across that bridge. You know, you've been there before. And there's this, there's this duck pond. And it's a nice big pond. You know, it's concrete uh, wall around it. You can sit on it and everything. They were having uh, some problem with some kind of predator attacking the ducks. So they had to build some kind of a fence or put something up or put a, 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 a scarecrow, I don't remember what it was, did something to keep the predator out. 
And, and Sister Lynette said she was walking across the campus one day and she came up on that pond and she said the mother duck, she saw this mother hen uh, go and, and gather her little ducklings and she said this, this duck opened up the, her feathers and these little hens ran up underneath it and she covered her feathers around and said those, I mean in just a moment, those ducks, ducklings were completely hidden. You couldn't even tell they were there. That's the, that's the imagery of this verse said, he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth, does anybody know what that is? His word shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not Come near you. Say that after me. It shall not come near me. Amen. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord who is, who is my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. Now the first uh, idea here is, of course, your, your physical home. But you realize your body is your dwelling. The body, the body is the home of your spirit. It's the house that we live in. So I always quote that verse this way, that, that no calamity, no plague will come near my dwelling, this body. Amen? For he will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all of his ways. Uh, the word keep there means to protect and guard. He will give his angels charge over you to guard you and protect you in all your ways. That's why I know when I go out in public and I go into a place where maybe somebody might have this illness that I'm not aware of might be affected, I believe the angels of God protect me all around me from anything that can come against me and they keep all those germs away from me. That's what my angels are assigned to do to guard me in all of my ways. Every one of you has an angel assigned to you. So you need to agree with that and let your angel know, listen, buddy, you're gonna do what you're supposed to do and you're gonna watch over me and you're gonna guard me. Amen? In their hands they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample under feet. Well, that's just exactly what Jesus said. We quoted a few minutes ago that uh, he said, you will trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So I just, I, I just give the devil awareness every day. Listen, this thing is under my feet. I trample on it. I walk on it. It has no effect on me. I can come and go where I need to go. I'm, gonna, I'm going to observe good common sense but I'm not gonna be afraid anywhere I have to go. I trample on this under my feet, praise God. Amen. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him, I will set him high because he is known by name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Glory to God. With long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. 
I tell you what, I want you to live in the 91st Psalm. I want you to read it every day. What other, other scriptures, you know, the Lord gives you. I've got a whole host of healing scriptures. I look at it on a daily basis. But spend time in the 91st Psalm and let the confidence and the assurance of God's protective care just guard your heart and your mind. Because we do this by the word. Notice it said, his truth will be my shield and my buckler. In the New Testament, it says faith is our shield. Well, really, they're one and the same. You can't have the word not have faith. It's sort of like water and wet. If you have water, you have wet. Just the wet comes with the water. Faith comes with the word. It's just part of it. Well, his word is our shield and the faith that comes from his word is our shield. Amen? Glory to God. And so that's the way we're gonna live now, unless, you know, uh, something changes drastically in the community, the government, you know, says we can't meet or something, but I have an alternative for that anyway. Glory to God. Uh, we, are, we are going to go on with our business as a church and our family affair and, and uh, meet together and rejoice and enjoy the blessing of God. I tell you, this is a good opportunity for the church to shine, for people to see that there's, remember in the Old Testament when God led the children of Israel out of, out of Egypt? It said that God made a difference between his own children and the people of Egypt. This is a time for God's people to arise in faith and let the world see that there's a difference between us and them. There's a difference in the fact that we don't get sick. There's a difference in the fact that we don't live in fear. There's a difference in the fact that we walk in the peace of God and we just exude that peace everywhere we go. This is a wonderful opportunity to just let your light shine. Let your confidence in God, your assurance of God, and, and, and your peace just radiate out from you. And people will ask, well, you know, why aren't you doing this? Or why aren't you doing that? Or why aren't you afraid? You can say, listen, my, my trust is in the Lord. That's why. I'm sure that my God is watching out for me. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, I want you to stand up and we're going to pray together. And we're going to pray about this. We're also going to pray about our, our leaders. You know, President Trump has declared this a national day of prayer concerning this coronavirus. And, you know, uh, I, I've taken some time to meditate on this and, and uh, turn it over in my heart a little bit. And, uh, you know, I have authority in my house. You have authority in your house. You have authority over your own life and in your own house. We know that. But by the same uh, token, this disease is of the devil. If Jesus could curse a fig tree that wasn't of the devil, there's nothing wrong with that fig tree, we can definitely curse this disease. And so as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, we need to take our stand and take authority over this, this disease and this virus that causes it because that is an unholy pathogen. It is an unholy thing. It didn't come from God. It's not part of God's original creation. And so we're gonna take authority over that. We're gonna pray for our government, governmental leaders that they'll have wisdom. We're going to pray for the for the uh, health community, the the agencies that are monitoring and and uh, 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 formulating a response for this. That they'll have wisdom. We're going to pray this morning for our caregivers, the first line caregivers that are out there. That God will help and protect them. Amen. We're we're going to pray for people who have been overcome by fear. 
because they need help. They don't need our scorn. I think all of us have had a tendency to kind of, you know, laugh and say, well, people are going crazy, kind of mock people. That's not helpful. People that don't know God are falling apart. And they don't need our, our ridicule. They need our compassion. We need to pray for them. And we need to be compassionate when we talk to them. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. So uh, uh, we're going to do that. And, uh, and then I'm going to lead you in, in a confession of faith. So we can take our stand together. Amen? Glory to God. Father, we come before you today, Lord. And we pray, first of all, for our government. We pray for President Trump and his administration. We pray for all of the agencies that have come into play here. Everyone in government, Father, who is responsible for formulating a plan and are working on this. Father, we give, we pray that you give them wisdom and grace and ability to do the right thing, to make the right decisions. We thank you for that, Father. We pray for the first responders, the caregivers all over the country, in hospitals, in doctor's offices, in private homes, people caring for their loved ones. Father, we pray for them that you will up, uh, uh, encourage them, uphold them, Father. Strengthen them. Give them help. Give them wisdom, Father. Glory to God. We pray, Father, for people in our community who don't know you, people who even who do know you, but who have been taken by fear. We pray for them, Father, that they will come to their senses. Father, that they will be delivered from this fear. We rebuke the spirit of fear that's trying to, to take hold of people. It'll not take hold of us. It'll not take hold of our hearts. It'll not take hold of our minds. But Father, we pray for people around us to be delivered from fear and anxiety. Glory to God. Father, we pray for for uh, the community at large, that there will be an awareness of your, of your love and of your provision. Father, that we will be effective in reaching people, that we'll be effective in letting the light of the gospel, the light of Jesus flow through us, Father, that the love of God will flow through us to, to help people. Again, we pray for the researchers and all the people who are involved with that, and we thank you, Lord, for helping them. Glory to God. We take our stand today. And we say that by his stripes, we are healed. By the stripes of the Lord Jesus Christ, we were healed. If we were healed, we are healed. Glory to God. Say this after me. Christ has purchased my freedom from the curse of every sickness and every plague. And I will not fear. I will not be afraid of evil tidings. My heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. My heart is established on the word of God, on the truth of my redemption, of the truth of my health and healing, and I will not be afraid. I will not become sick. I will not receive it. I resist sickness. I resist this virus. I resist all sickness and disease. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And it belongs to God. And I'll not allow anything to invade it. I'll not allow it to become sick. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. We take authority over this virus at large. 
and we rebuke it, we curse it, we command it to die in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Father, we ask for the right kind of response in our nation so that this thing does not uh, uh, peak rapidly like they're afraid. We're asking you, Father, to tamp this down. Glory to God. To flatten this curve out. Father, so that our healthcare uh, 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 communities will be able to cope with people who do get sick. Glory to God. We thank you for that, Father. We thank you, Lord, for intervening in our nation for the sake of the church, for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of the spreading of the gospel. Glory to God and for the sake of all people. We take authority where the economy is concerned. We know there are a lot of, of, of uh, grave potential consequences that are facing the, the economy right now. And we're praying, Father, for supernatural economic delivery. Economic deliverance, I should say. We pray, Father, for supernatural action. Glory to God. We take authority over the forces of darkness that are behind us, whose intent is to cripple the economy of the United States and of the world and bring crisis. We rebuke you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It will not work. It will not work. It will not prosper. Glory to God. We thank you for that, Father. Glory to God. We give you all of the glory and all of the honor in the wonderful name of Jesus. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. I want the worship team to come back up. I want us just to just praise God for a little while. Glory to God. Amen. I tell you what, God's word is true. Now remember, faith comes by believing in your heart and speaking with your mouth. Make sure, my wife and I have done this already in our home. We've said, we've said now, we've settled this in our home. This is done. We are not receiving this virus. We are healed. We are healthy and we're going to stay that way. And, we're, and, and that's the way we talk to one another. So I want you to start talking to yourself and talking to your family members and talking to one another in the church and speaking what you believe in your heart. The more you say it, the stronger in faith you will become. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.